when I was in sixth grade, we got a border collie. That's Alyssa Smarker, VP of Corporate Marketing at Intercom. Her face was kind of like the perfect border collie face. And so it was black on each side and then white in the middle. And so as a smart six-year-old that I was, I thought, oh, hey, her face looks like an Oreo cookie. So we named her Oreo. And it was a funny one because it is weird when you like are yelling at your dog, you know, they're running across the park and like, Oreo! Naming pets is pretty straightforward. Naming products? Well, that's a different story. And the story we're telling today on Inside Intercom. The story of how Intercom's chatbot Finn got its name. So Finn is Intercom's new AI bot. It's powered by GPT-4 technology and our own ML technology. So for customer service teams to add to their team almost. That's Emmett Connolly, VP of product design at Intercom. And start answering questions based on the team's existing support content. So Finn reads your existing help center or other sources of support content you might have and can immediately start answering customer questions about it automatically. So as engineers and machine learning boffins worked around the clock to perfect this chatbot, there was another matter. What do we call it? And should we even give it a name? Well, when we were first thinking about launching Finn, we came up with a whole bunch of names. You know, things related to like Intercom AI or an updated version of Resolution Bot or some way that, you know, so many companies right now, they're just adding AI to the end of their name. And we thought about doing that or we thought about just giving it another bot name. But... It really was when we were starting to prototype and and play with the early versions of the product ourselves that we realized how much it kind of fit into and almost felt like a member of the team. And so, you know, to really lean into that and almost also just to give you a handle to refer to that piece of functionality by even in the product, you know, I can assign a conversation to Liam, Liam can assign it to Emmett, or we can assign one to Finn. And so it kind of works to have a name for the thing in the first place. This is not our first rodeo. Intercom has been working on versions of AI-powered bots for years. When we brought out our automation technology, we named it Operator. The Operator name obviously is somewhat functional and about connecting you from point A to point B and possibly in retrospect accurately reflected some of the limitations of the bot at the same time. The fact that it's so much more personal and conversational when you're talking with a generative AI bot like Finn is what really led us towards the actual give it a name decision. Getting a name right is so important. Would Google be here today if they were still called Backrub? No, really, that's what they were called in the early days when their program analyzed the web's backlinks. There are now agencies that exist just to help you name your brand or product. It can take months of work. But what happens if you don't have that time to play around with? We didn't. You know, one of the things about the genesis of the Finn project, I suppose, was that it happened extremely fast. There was this explosion of AI creativity and opportunity. That was something we were very keen to jump on and did do with with the product that we've built and are continuing to do. So you don't have in a situation like that the luxury of like many months of thoughtful branding exercises and, and thinking out your strategy. At the same time for naming something, I think it's often like there's no correct decision that you can actually make here, right? And so in some senses, you're approaching a qualitative decision or a decision based on taste. And actually, that's somewhat what it's like. It's like tasting. Because the first thing I say about a name is you don't pick a name. You arrange a massive set of options and you choose a name from that set of options. In our case, hundreds of names were floated. And then somewhat like imagine tasting wine, right? You take a sip, you certainly have a reaction, a qualitative taste-based reaction of like, oh, I like it, I don't like it. And, and then you actually start to sum 
what I suppose intellectualize or post-rationalize your but why do I or, or like break down and analyze why you liked it or what you like about it or what the characteristics of the taste are. And so the naming project began where all good projects start, a dock. And then a couple of us set off for a couple of days to like source new ideas. I was quite literally looking at baby name things online, you know, baby names that start with AI, baby names that contain AI, baby names that mean they're really smart. And we ended up with a whole bunch of ideas organized in all these different areas. And then we just kind of started like saying like, these are the ones that we think stand out. These are the ones that we feel are the most interesting. We got a lot of names up on the boards and we would just kind of start to taste them. And, you, you know, you say them aloud and... And then you start to talk about what are some of the things that it like triggers for you and what are some of the associations. As the launch date grew nearer and faced with a dock full of possible names, it was time to whittle them down. There was one called Kai that we were quite interested in. We liked that one because it was kind of like combining knowledge and AI. So we thought we were pretty clever with Kai. Turns out we weren't the first ones to think of that. And other people have thought of that too. And there's already companies out there named Kai. So we didn't want to go down that path of being in a space that was already crowded. Kai, Amy, Mila, Alva, Quinn, Maya, Ashling, Aiden, Alex, Akira. Should we keep Operator, which was the previous bot name that we had? Then you have lots of like knowledge-based ones. Apollo, Rosetta, Odin, Socrates, Turing, Shannon. I even heard they were considering my name, Liam, at one stage. Yes, you are right that we did consider Liam. I will also say that I thought it was particularly a fun one because it's basically AI and ML letters all jumbled up. And, you know, that seemed like a really fun idea, but I don't know if enough people would get it. And we already have many a great Liam at the company, so we didn't we didn't want to get too competitive or confusing with ourselves in that sense. What else do we have? You have lots of ones that are a bit more like bots or assistants, Genie or Houdini or Brainy and you start to turn all these things around in your head and you're like, oh, it feels a bit like cheesy. And it's funny revisiting because I'm obviously reading off a bit of a list here. Here's the thing I realize now looking back on some of these options. The thing about a name is, yes, you have to take a punt on it. But looking back now, right, we sat with the name Finn for like weeks or a couple of months now. And you just couldn't imagine it being anything else. And there's a certain leap into the future that you take with a name. But the sound of the name and everything or the initial associations you carried to it very quickly starts to lose its meaning and it changes and adopts its own meaning like like language often does. And so it's fun because the thing that we have and know as Finn and refer to as Finn just without even thinking now, it could never be that these names that I'm like going back and reading out. So yeah, it's fun and interesting and makes me feel like we picked the right one, I think. So how did we come to settle on the name Finn? Well, the team had a set of what Emma calls tactical considerations. So in the abstract, we knew we wanted something that was short and easy to just work with. We have a quite a diverse and international audience. So something that's easy to like pronounce and read aloud and, and not pronounce was, uh, was important to us. We had a preference for something gender neutral if we could. And so at the same time, having these qualities that we wanted to align with it being friendly and approachable and then you dig into things and you're like oh Finn maybe it has these connotations of being like fast and instant or it's the final answer or you know it helps you from start to finish and I will admit there's a certain amount of post rationalization that does start to creep in you can figure out yourself where you draw the line but I mean there's all sorts of fun stuff when you get digging away at stuff some of us in the chat well I'm Irish you are Liam and so you'll know the story 
from Irish mythology of the Salmon of Knowledge and Finn McCool. This is a story about the hero Finn McCool, who eats the Salmon of Knowledge and gains all the wisdom and knowledge of the world. The Salmon of Knowledge being somewhat thematically related to what Finn, the chatbot, actually does, which is presenting you with this whole ability to access the entire corpus of knowledge and answer everything. There's all sorts of fun stuff. Now, do we expect, you know, customers to go, oh, look, Intercom is a thing called Finn. That must be about the Salmon of Knowledge or whatever. Obviously, that's not going to happen. But I also think it's good for there to be some degree of like, for the thing to be infused, even with for us internally, when we get to think about it, with some some degree of character and personality and meaning so that you can start to build from there. The part that I really liked about Finn is the sort of Easter egg idea that Finn means the end and that you're like resolving a question. And, and so that's the end. Now, I will say that wasn't the original like reason behind it. But to me, that felt like one of the coolest reasons to keep it there. Obviously, you know, or not all of those associations anywhere are going to be instantly made. But it does mean something to, to kind of kickstart the naming of something with some degree of like meaning to it, even if it's j- just for us almost. As you do with names, whether you're naming a pet or a child or an AI bot, you kind of like throw a bunch of names out there. And as the days go on, you kind of like whittle it down and you keep trying them out. And, and Finn kept being the one that across our team of folks that were working on it before, like it was the closest thing. So the decision was made. Our chatbot will be named Finn. We launched Finn recently and customers are already loving it. And guess what? After all that, they don't even need to keep the name Finn. When you're designing a bot that's going to talk on behalf of your customers and you have many different customers, one might be like a bank, an investment bank, and the other might be like a B2C company aimed at teens, like very different tones. And so we want to give our customers the ability to rename their bot and give their bot their own little avatar as well, just to start to infuse some of their own personality And, you know, we're still early days with Finn, although we're seeing a huge amount of excitement in the market and we have tons of ideas. One of the things that we want to get to is more of the ability to dial in the tone of voice to suit your own brand. And so, yes, while Finn is the technology that we're offering and and is the ready-to-go packaging, it's something that our customers can take and build their own version of a bot on top of, including tweaking the name and appearance and so on. I think about, for example, one day, Billy Corgan showed up and said to his teammates, hey, guys, I've got a great idea. The name of our band should be The Smashing Pumpkins, which when you stop and think about it, right, like is an objectively terrible idea. But the product they put together very quickly overrides that and it adopts its own meaning. And so, like, honestly, the name becomes the servant of like the thing that it's serving, which is the product and how good that actually is. And and although the naming thing is fun, honestly, like 99% of our attention is also put on the on the product, which is where now the personality is going to come from, the utility, how much people actually like it. You know, part of that comes from the product, but the real part of it comes from the utility that we give to, to folks on teams uh, as a result of them having Finn on their team. And, and that's the vibe that we're going for, yeah. My thanks to Alyssa Smirker, VP of Corporate Marketing, and Emma Connolly, VP of Product Design, both at Intercom. 
And stay tuned. In just a second, Emmett is going to reveal his pet's names and how they got those names. But first, if you want to try out Finn for yourself and see how it can transform your customer support teams, just go to intercom.com forward slash Finn, where you can get a free trial or try out a demo. And in the meantime, get thinking about what you're going to change Finn's name to for your company. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. I'll leave you today with Emmett. So our dog's name is Alfie, which was a straight up kid's choice. The kids were like, he's Alfie. So I lost out on that one. I wanted to call him Chewy because he's got a Chewbacca kind of vibe to it. But it's okay. He's Again, he's Alfie now. It wouldn't fit any other way. And then our cat is not unlike Finn. It's uh, our, So our cat is called Rua. Uh, it, it's the Irish word R-U-A for, for red animal. Which, cause, so it's kind of similar to Finn there, right? A three-letter Irish-infused name. 